0: this is Mike baby from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. What is this? Welcome to the July 11th edition of One Nation Radio, a special edition that you know. If you guys are watching on YouTube.com, you can see me sitting on the floor of my apartment wearing a Los Angeles shirt. Why? Because it is G1 season. Um, I'm going to be taking you guys through my picks for. Every single match, and we're going to be breaking down every single competitor. Um, Some of those guys I have a lot more to say about than others. Um, I think these guys have a lot to prove, and you know, this is your preview for the greatest tournament, you know, yearly in wrestling, where the majority of the greatest matches of the year will probably emanate from, uh, and we've got a lot to look forward to here in, you know, on, in New Japan wrestling, pro wrestling for the rest of 2018 going into 2019, so, um, we're gonna go ahead and get started, so, here we go, man. Of course, we have to begin with A Block, and the first guy in A Block on my list is Togi Makabe. So, um, Togi Makabe is, for you know you guys that haven't been paying attention to New Japan Pro Wrestling that you want to hop in, he's a former IWGP champion uh, last decade. He may have touched the belt uh, early this decade, I'd have to take a look, but um, he's a guy that's a veteran, he's been around for years, really famous in Japan um, beyond wrestling. He's like a crossover star at this point. Uh, but as far as the wrestling, I don't think you really have to worry about much for Makabe Bay um he's here kind of to be you know I don't know how many more years he's going to be in the G1 but he's a guy that's probably going to get a lot of falls and you can count on him for a hard hitting match um maybe him and Michael Elgin could be good him and Suzuki may be interesting but beyond that I don't really see too many matchups that I'm excited to see with him of course you know the guys that are great in the block may be able to pull something out of him but you know he's here to to get beat and you know everything like that the next guy that we're gonna talk about on here is Michael Elgin so uh Big Mike has had an interesting year in and out of the ring. He won the never open weight championship earlier this year he slimmed down a great deal and he's also been involved in some allegations uh out of the ring that had to do uh with you know his wrestling school and a woman and everything like that and it's kind of you know made things rough for him on the state side but over in japan you know he's kind of been you know eased in and out of things as he had an awesome match in the new japan cup with ishii and he you know looks to be a guy that you know you can plug him in anywhere and he's going to have a great match with anyone. Uh, if you, you need him to have a hoss match with, and you know, a guy like Makabe or even, um, evil or a tough man match with Suzuki, or you just need him to go in there and tear the house down with Tanahashi or Okada. He's going to be able to do that. So, um, Elgin could be a guy to watch. Um, the more we'll get in, we'll get into my point system, how I have it all breaking down later, but I definitely think Elgin, um, is going to have a chance to not only beat, um, some Big guys, but he's going to, even in defeat, look very good. Up next, of course, the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Now, this guy here, um, he's one of my personal favorite wrestlers for a multitude of reasons. They keep saying he's broke down. They keep saying he's too old. And he only... Keeps producing. I've been hearing this. I've been watching uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling since 2015. Wrestle Kingdom 9. And when he retained over Okada, it was like, yeah... You know everything I heard. He's he so broke down. He's beat up. This guy's wrestled through the bicep injury. He's you know taking his time off here and there. But you know the way that New Japan is structured, he does, he's not counted on to produce the singles matches that he once was. But he is a guy that will step up at any given night because the crowds just love him he's forever the ace no matter where they put him in the company and looking at it here he's facing uh Okada on the last night of the block so we know what that's going to be if you guys saw their match um earlier this year it was one of the most gripping emotional psychological incredible matches I've ever seen and definitely of the year. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Tanahashi against Bad Luck Fale because for some reason they always have great matches. They had a really entertaining countout match last year in the G1. Um, looking forward to seeing him and Okada obviously running it. Uh, Suzuki's got to also face Tanahashi again. I, I feel like Tanahashi's going to want uh, that revenge on him and then something like tanahashi and elgin who've teamed up a lot in the past but i can't say we've seen them fight each other a bunch um so it looks like he may have to give a win back to hangman page who he's been kind of on and off in a little small rivalry with as of late but the ace looks like he's gonna have a great tournament uh, like normal and you know we'll get to where i see you know his wins and losses coming uh, from a little bit later on up next Kazuchika Okada, the former IWGP champion, held the belt for two years and was incredible match after match after match after match. Possibly the greatest world champion I've ever seen in my life. I honestly can't even think of anyone that comes close to him uh, in that retrospect. Uh, with him, he's perhaps the most versatile wrestler in this block. While Tanahashi can do it to an extent, Okada's just so much younger and like better at this point. Uh he can go in there with Makabe and he may pull a miracle out. Uh of course him and Elgin, the last time they locked it up, that was a five star match. Uh of course he's gonna, you know, do well against Tanahashi. Jay White, his own the matchup of, you know, him and his own stablemate. That guy's young, so Okada's gonna be like, Alright, whatever you wanna do, bro. Even Yoshihashi, he can probably figure something out there. Bad Luck Fale and Okada have had four-star matches in the past. Hangman Page is going to be definitely motivated to wrestle Okada, and Okada's not the type that will mail it in. I can say that about him. Uh, Evil and Okada had a four-star match last year, and Suzuki and Okada is always very interesting. So Okada will get into him later, where I think his wins and losses will come from, but You know, if you know Okada, you know what it is. He was great for a year. I feel like he's the heavy favorite in uh, this year's G1. If you guys remember when I was on Keeping It Strong Style with Jeremy and Josh earlier this year, shout-out to those guys. Uh, I picked him to win the G1 this year uh, off-rip. So, uh I'll let you guys know a little bit later in the show if that's changed or not. So, uh, up next, a guy I'm not particularly a fan of in Jay White. He just had his best match of the year against Juice Robinson in the G1 Special uh, where he dropped the United States title. So, there are no champions in A Block. Kind of, uh, you know... Just just something to, to think about. Uh, of course, he's got the night one matchup with Okada. Everyone thinks that's going to be the upset that they kick off the tournament with. Usually there is one. For some reason, I feel like they're going to shock everyone and just have Okada beat him. Maybe it's a draw. Who knows? Uh, but we'll get to more uh, about Jay White's matchups. But this is a big tournament for him because I've been really hard and, you know, I have been alone in this uh, on Jay White where people are like, what's the big deal? and he's he had his best match where he was able to play just such a chicken shit asshole uh in the match with Juice Robinson and who knew that Juice Robinson was going to be the baby face to really be able to bring that out of him so whether that you know will continue that remains to be seen you know when those nights come that he has to wrestle Togi Makabe when he has to fight Yoshihashi when he has to run in there with Evil so we'll see if that carries over you know when he's not in the ring with someone like That's on fire as Robinson is right now. But he's going to definitely get his reps. He's going to get to go in there with Tanahashi. He's going to face Okada. Him and Suzuki could be interesting as well. Uh, But there are a lot of potholes I see on here as well. Uh, I'm not really sure about the evil Jay White match. I'm not sure about the Makabe Jay White match. I'm not sure about Fale and Jay White. So this could go either really good or really bad for this guy. So I think he definitely has uh, the most to prove uh, in this block because if he shows himself to uh, to, to put in, you know, force our and in, in above performances on a regular, this could break uh, him into that very top tier, and maybe they took the United States title off of him for a reason. Because, you know, sometimes in New Japan, they like to fail guys upward for some reason. <laughs> but, um... Up next, Yoshi Hashi. Now, Yoshi Hashi is swaggerless. He looks like a Dragon Ball Z character. He is a guy that does not excite you, he may give you a good match uh, every once in a while, but he's just a guy, literally. But you know, he has a job for life. So that's that's the best thing I can say about Yoshihashi. Uh a lot of people are looking around like hey man maybe we could have gave his spot to somebody else but I feel like Taichi or excuse me uh Yoshihashi uh is in a position where he's going to eat a lot of losses. Here I don't see his wins coming really too often or him going really far at all but he's a guy that you know maybe he is the Um, you know, maybe he's an unsung hero. That's, I think that's his ceiling in this tournament. Uh, as last year proved, you know, he had a great match with Naito, but you never know where Yoshihashi's matches are going to come from because he's kind of like inconsistent in that regard, but maybe he's just good enough for us not to notice. Bad luck, Fale. So I don't know how much of the Bullet Club storyline that's going on right now with the uh, Tongans against you know the white guys essentially (laughs) in the bullet club i don't know how that's gonna play into this uh with how strong that he's booked but he has long histories with a lot of these guys especially tanahashi and okada where you know some of his best matches tend to come from aside from that fale is here to be a monster uh he's bound to beat one of the very top guys somewhere he can beat everyone because he's a monster but he tends to lose sometimes because of technique and you know you know, they just, you know, he's a he's a big monster guy. He's not exactly the cup of tea in New Japan, but he does bring something different in that retrospect. Um, after that, Hangman Page. This guy is my nominee for the block to break out. If you've watched Hangman Page over the last year, I would tend to argue that Hangman Page is one of the, the hardest working guys in wrestling. And I say that because some guys, right, you know, they don't, have everything that everyone else has and I feel like uh Paige is a guy like that so what he has to do is compensate or overcompensate with how hard he tries and this is a guy that's gonna try really fucking hard and he's gonna be in a it looks like he's gonna be able to get a win maybe over Tanahashi uh he's gonna get to go in there with Okada for the first time in a a singles uh, capacity you know he had the match with Jay White which was decent to very good um over in you know the Long Beach show back in March um we'll see how how it all goes along there though because that Fale match I don't know the evil match I don't know him and Suzuki we'll see how that rides but um Paige and Elgin could be really good he's a guy that you know does a lot of you know athletic kind of stuff and you know He's a young guy, and he's here for a reason. I I think he's going to eat his fair share of falls, but this is definitely going to be a test for how well his body holds up, as well for how well um, he looks in that environment. And Paige, you know, he he this is he has what every young wrestler wants: opportunity, and is right here. So um, after that, we have Evil. Now, Evil's not necessarily one of my favorite wrestlers. I think he's just. Very regular. Um, Jeremy pops me every time he does his everything is evil impression. If you guys haven't heard that, check out Keeping It Strong style. Um, but evil, I don't know. He's he's a guy here. Um, you know, tag team guy. Maybe he'll eat a lot of losses. We'll see where I have him a little bit later in this show. Uh, and after that, the final participant. Of the A Block is Minoru Suzuki, the most feared man in wrestling, the murder grandpa, if you have not seen this guy, and if you are listening to this show, maybe you have, maybe you haven't, he rocks a crazy haircut, he will slap the holy living shit out of you, he will... Put you in a hold and stretch you like Stu Hart in the dungeon, and he will make you scream, and he doesn't care. He's sick. He's sadistic. He's psychotic. He is a guy that is not to be fucked with, in or out of the ring. So, um, with Suzuki, you're gonna get a lot of like Suzuki goon shenanigans. You're gonna get Brong in the crowd. You're gonna get um, technique. You're gonna see this guy. He's essentially the big face joker of wrestling, you know, the way his style is. Because if you're in there with Suzuki, you're going to have a real man match. And you know someone that I feel like they used to have this was Mick Foley in WWE in the 90s. They gave all the pretty boys to, um, the quote-unquote pretty boys, to Mick Foley to make real men out of them. Randy Orton, Triple H... Edge, Shawn Michaels, I can go on and on. but uh, And I feel like that's the situation here. Hey, man, Paige, you're going to have to earn real man stripes against uh, Suzuki. Tanahashi and Okada have already done it with Suzuki. Jay White, you're going to have to earn uh, the, that, that real man stripe from Suzuki. Uh, Elgin and Suzuki, they had a big feud last year that wasn't particularly good. So I feel like they're going to want to redeem themselves. We'll see. A block is, you know... It's not the superior block on paper. It doesn't look like you're going to get the most athletic wrestling every night. But what you are going to get is a lot of guys with a lot of experience against guys that don't have that experience. And there's going to be a lot of learning going on. I still think we're going to get some top-flight, top-quality matches. So uh, that's your A-block preview. I'll be right back with the B-block preview. All right, we're back with the B block preview. So starting with the B block, this is definitely the more exciting block on paper. Um, And of course, on paper, really tends not to mean anything in much of uh, wrestling that we see sometimes in WWE, but this is not WWE. So when I look at this paper, I'm going to expect it to deliver. So starting with the IWGP United States Champion Juice Robinson won the belt in one of the year's best matches uh, last week against Jay White. When you talk about just a good old good guy that everyone loves against a piece of shit guy that most guys hate um juice was definitely impressive he dresses like you know someone excuse me I like someone that you just you don't see on the street he's not like everybody juice Robinson is a star in the um, time that he's been in New Japan you've seen the levels of his growth and he's been a guy that looks like he's just begging to be uh behind Omega as the face of, you know, expansion in the US. Like you have Omega on one hand, you have the Bucks over there with him, and then you have Juice. I feel like eventually you're going to have to start talking about that guy because he's been so impressive and not only his promos, which have been out of this world, but his matches uh and I believe Josh made a a, a great case for him as a sneaky candidate for uh Wrestler of the Year in, you know, Their award show. So, you know, it's not like he's number one or two or three or anything, but could he be number five, number six? Something to look at. Um... But, yeah, like, looking at Juice's interesting matchups, I definitely want to see him and Omega again. U.S. Champ, the belt that Omega had, they fought last year over it. And that was about a four-and-a-half-star match, so I'm expecting greatness out of them again. U.S. Champ versus IWGP Champ. Uh, Ishii Robinson, definitely, uh, you know, Robinson's a guy who can do all styles. So, yeah. Um, Yano and Robinson could be a disaster uh, because, you know, Turiano brings the brings the bullshit. Um, Naito and Robinson, be interested to see uh, how much he's grown since their last match, which was a four-star effort as well um, back in 2017. Uh, Sabre, Ibushi, yeah, this, this shit is loaded in uh, block two. So uh, I think Juice is going to do very well for himself, and we'll get to uh, his point breakdown later on in this show. Um, Haruki Goto. Now this guy is the never open weight champion and he's, I feel like Goto has reached the point where he no longer gives a fuck. He's never going to be the main event. He's never going to be the IWGP champion. If he is, we will have a full apology video, not only for myself, but I might volunteer Josh and Jeremy for the same thing because they share the same sentiments as me on Goto. But Goto is a guy I've always liked because he has a knack for coming through When paired with great guys. And it's like, those great guys aren't just in there alone. The thing with Goto is, people don't believe in him. And he's been stuck with this belt that he hasn't really been impressing people with all year. So, he needs the G1 to either make or break him this year. So... Um, from there, and what we'll get later into what I think he's gonna do, uh, we have Tomohiro Ishii, the best bad body wrestler on planet Earth. Met him over WrestleMania weekend, and I thought that Ishii, um, you know, had an excellent match during the WrestleMania weekend with Zack Saber Jr. Um, of course, we'll see a rematch with those guys, Ishii against. Anybody in this bracket will be amazing, and that includes Toru Yano. Why? Because they're tag team partners. So we'll see if Yano really tries to cheat against uh, Tomohiro Ishii, Ishii and, you know, a a number of matches, like, uh, stick out for me. You know, him and Omega had that, you know, under-the-radar trilogy that was fucking amazing last year uh, him and obushi him and saber as, as i mentioned they had an awesome match over wrestlemania weekend maybe they'll get to duplicate that uh, him and naito they had you know great battles in the past sonata's a super athlete Tamatonga with his renewed focus which we'll talk about in a couple minutes and juice uh in ishii maybe this is ishii's route to getting a u.s title shot never know um so from there we have toro yano everybody's night off so a lot of folks don't understand Toru Yano. Toru Yano. is an absolute clown. He is a guy that is over with a lot of people and not over with some because, you know, it's like there's a serious wrestling tournament going on. Why the fuck is he here? And I completely dig that argument because, you know, it is New Japan, but it also, he's a part of New Japan too. And he's a guy that is very over to certain like segments of the Western audience, and he definitely has his uh, strengths and weaknesses uh yano is really a good wrestler but what he did was do all this comedy stuff to kind of extend his career and he's a guy that is the night off between all these super athletic matches he's gonna do something that makes you laugh and he's gonna get beat a lot so he's not here for um you know big wins but Remember, he can beat anybody. So, Yano will probably get a win somewhere that will shock the shit out of you. Um, I'm not sure who I picked, but I'll go over that later in this show. So, uh, Tamatonga, the guy, I feel like if uh, Tamatonga was a Tupac song right now, it would be all eyes on me. Because it's going to be all eyes on Tamatonga. Uh, fresh off the hot angle where he was the man left standing, essentially, at the end of that beatdown, leading the charge. Uh, Not Haku, not Tangaloa, it was Tama Tonga that everyone was talking about. He just put out an incredible interview in Sports Illustrated. If you guys have not heard it, please, I implore you to check it out. Just reading the text, it was absolutely incredible for, you know, the the stuff that he was saying and I cannot wait for the G1 press conference because last year he lit that shit up with not only like amazing curse words, but just, you know, Tama being just just ready at all points. And I, I kind of like the way Tonga has gone at, you know, the throne, you know, the the Bullet Club leadership um, as being an original guy as saying, you know what, fuck y'all and I'm going to just steal on you. And rather than doing all the manipulating shit, uh, with with Cody and all that, but um, I, I think he's a guy that has all eyes on him for many reasons. Not only because of that momentum, because sneakily, Tonga hasn't really had uh, mu- much in the way of impressive singles matches. I thought his match on the last day of the G1 last year with Sonata, I enjoyed that a lot. I enjoyed his match with Omega last year, but if you look you know, throughout the rest of it, there's a lot of threes and a lot of three and a halfs. Maybe three and a quarter. So with Tonga here now, he's going to have to step up. And much like Hangman Page and A Block, uh, Tonga is the guy here that I'm looking at. Like, yo, you have an opportunity to not only establish yourself as possibly a main eventer. You can moonlight there. You can probably get a shot, you know. And I think this is a this is a make or break time for him because he's 35. They're gonna see what they got with him, and he's also in the middle of a very hot angle. So I'm definitely looking forward to see what Tamatonga uh, can do because I've been a Tamatonga mark for a couple years now. Don't know why, I just think the guy's cool. Um, from there, we have Sonata, tag team guy, but he is one of the most impressive guys athletically in New Japan. Now it looks like he has never registered feeling at all. If you think Cesaro has like no type of expression or anything like that, this guy literally is a cold stone. Like there's nothing on his face. So you're not really going to get much in in that way. You're going to get wild though with athletic brilliance, um, with flips, with amazing power moves and, Just his style makes it really interesting to see who he can face uh, because, you know, he's going to be a guy that gets to fight Omega. That's going to be incredible. Uh, Him and Juice Robinson, that should be really good. Him versus Ishii, and of course, him versus Naito. LIJ versus LIJ, you can see the shirt. If you are watching this on YouTube.com and if you are listening to the podcast, why are you not watching the video as well? Um, From there... Um, we have Tetsuya Naito. Um, now this guy has had a complicated year, um, starting from the very beginning of it. Uh, last year he, of course, won the G1, and then he went into Wrestle Kingdom, uh, or excuse me, Wrestle Kingdom 12? Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom 12 this year, as, you know, the challenger, and it looked like he was going to dethrone Okada, but it was not meant to be, and he also recently lost the IWGP Intercontinental title to Chris Jericho on Dominion, so... He's kind of at a crossroads. A lot of Naito fans are frustrated right now because it's like, what are they doing with this guy? He's so popular, and why won't they just fucking commit to him? Well, Naito fans, I have no fear. Uh, I feel like he's going to have a phenomenal block starting from night one where he's matched up with Kenny omega He may go all the way, um, and I'll let you guys know where I have him a a little bit later on, but the matches are everywhere for him to, it's set up for him to impress, to get back a lot of those wins um, that he um, should have gotten earlier this year, not necessarily against the guys who beat him, but in a way where he can go through the rest of these guys and show that, you know, he's... You know, still one of the top four guys in New Japan, especially domestically, where he, you know, may be number one. So um, I'm I'm interested to see like if Naito is ready for for all this because you know obviously he was last year and you know going back to back maybe you know and that's how it'll break down for him. But Naito is a guy that he has a, such a passionate fan base. I'm wearing an L.I.J. shirt. I just think those guys are cool as well. Um, and Besides the Omega match, him and Saber, they're probably going to have a nice rematch. Naito and Ibushi. Uh I think the match they had last year was incredible, and you know seeing that again. Yano and Naito, for some reason, kind of in- intrigues me, because while Yano be- will be out here with all the bullshit, Naito will not care, so that dynamic kind of interests me. Um but anybody else, is like he's he's obviously been good again. So it'll be interesting to see where to go with Naito. Um, after that, Zach Sabre Jr. I wonder if Takamichinoku will be accompanying him to the ring uh, because he, you know, kind of found something during the New Japan Cup that a lot of people got into. I'm not personally into the Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, wrist lock, wrest holds uh, for the whole match and then him either rolling you up or tapping you out. Like, it... It is very hit and miss uh, for me with Sabre, Uh, mostly miss, (laughs) but uh, him and Omega should be really interesting, if not for the fact that Sabre may be forced to step outside of his comfort zone, or Omega may be forced to step outside of his comfort zone, which is athletic brilliance. Um... Uh, Saber looking at it, him and Yano. Uh, you know he got rolled up by Yano recently. I expect that win to come fully back to him. Saber may go on a tear throughout this entire bracket. Maybe submitting Juice Robinson. Uh, I gotta see how I have it. You know, written down. We'll get to it later in the show. After that, the IWGP United States Champion Kenny Omega taking on every but one. Excuse me, taking on everyone in the block while the, being the world champion. Um, now, he is a guy with a target on his back. He's going to be looked at to have great matches every night. He's going to have to lose a few. And I don't have Omega winning this block. So, uh, that that's a small spoiler uh, for what we're going to talk about in a little bit. But Omega, of course, is going to be matched with Kotobushi, who's the last guy in this block. And I think that is going to be the match that... I don't even know if I'm ready to see it because of how good Okada and Omega 4 was, right? If this is better, what the fuck are we going to be watching? I, I, I The sport will be unrecognizable if they can do better than that. Um, these guys are going to want to kill each other. They're going to take all the risks. They're going to try to just melt the arena. Um, I only hope that they don't end it in a draw. Give us a definitive winner. The sad part is... That it's a block final. So, or is set for the last day. And it could determine a winner. It could determine, you know, someone else who wins. But... There's a 30-minute time limit on it. I wish there was like a 60-minute time limit or no time limit on it. So um, the only positive to that is these guys will come out the gates flying to make everything happen. Uh, Omega against anybody essentially is going to be a great match. Him and Yano get to do their comedy fuck shit uh, that they did last year. And, you know, he's going to be starting on night one against Naito, finishing against Ibushi, and in between he's going to be you know, in showcase mode, I feel like, because I don't know what's going to happen with Omega with the IWGB title. It feels like every, like, scenario I run in my head, I feel like he's, like, going to be not a really long-reigning champion. I could be wrong, but uh, looking at it, there's just so many, like, varying factors. Uh, taking the title off of Okada when they did, I feel like it was brilliant. Um, of course, he got to come to America as champion, and then he gets to go through G1 as champion, and get some challengers, and then also whoever wins the G1, we'll see. Is that, you know, really a match they're going to do? Are they going to swerve us and do the briefcase switch? You never know what, what can happen here. Um, Omega is the champion. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, Zach Sabre Jr. could be an interesting match. is going to be interesting. Uh, Ishii, Robinson, I don't think I've ever seen him fight Goto before, uh, but yeah, he's set up to have a lot of great matches, and Kota Ibushi is our final guy in the block, as I mentioned, the other half of the Golden Lovers, and not to even disrespect the man by just saying he's a he's a tag team guy, because Ibushi's one of the best guys I've ever seen with my two eyes. So, looking at the bracket, um, he... Ibushi's a great style match with anyone. Because not only is he going to give you the high flying, he's going to give you great technical ability, he's going to give you a tough customer, uh, as they used to say back in the day, that will go in there and strike with your ass. And striking with bushy is asking for trouble. No matter how you slice it. He's going to come with the palm strikes, uh, like, uh, what's his name, Kyle O'Reilly in NXT, and it's just going to be, huh, huh, you know, have this. So have all of it. Because Ibushi... I think it's, it's about one thing for him. I don't think he's... You know, I think he's going to do very well. Uh, I'll say that. But he he's not a guy that I would say is going to win the tournament. But he's going to impress and impress and impress. Because, of course, he's got the golden triangle. He's got every move under the sun. And he's got the ability to not give a fuck. And he, uh, them going to Budokan, uh, they're going to try to rewrite the sport, essentially. So... That was your B-Block preview of all the guys so far. Um, We're going to come back and I'm going to go through my picks for every single night of the tournament. Uh, I'm just going to go through on the bracket and then give you my point totals at the end of this. And that will take you for, uh, you know, through, excuse me. That will take you through uh, before the G1 gets started with everything that you will need to know uh, for, for that if you guys are novices. And if you guys are way into New Japan, this is just what one man thinks. So, we'll come back with the final segment. I'm going to read off my phone if you're seeing this on video Please do not be offended, but I, there's no way I can remember this off the top of my head. So, A block, July 14th, we have Yoshi Hashi versus Togi Makabe. I'm picking Yoshi Hashi. After that, Bad Luck Fale versus Hangman Page. I've got Bad Luck Fale over Page via pinfall. Uh, Michael Elgin versus Evil. I'm going to take Michael Elgin on night one. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Minoru Suzuki. I'm going to take Tanahashi. Kazushika Okada versus Jay White. I'm going to take Okada despite everyone picking the upset with Jay White. Could be wrong, but we'll see. Um maybe it's all up to Gato, so <laughs> um after that July 15th B block, we've got Ishii versus Toruyano. I'm picking Ishii. Juice Robinson versus Tamatonga. First night, I don't think they're going to beat Tamatonga right away after that angle being that hot. Uh, even though Juice is the United States champion, maybe Tama's a future challenger. Uh, I got Tamatonga going over Juice Robinson. I've got Sonata defeating Godo, Ibushi defeating Zack Sabre Jr., and Tetsuya Naito defeating Kenny Omega on night one to secure a future IWGP championship match. July sixteenth, back to A Block. I've got Yoshihashi losing to Evil, Michael Elgin fighting Hayman Page next, and Michael Elgin becoming victorious. I've got Kazushka Okada versus Bad Luck Fale, and here is a big upset. I've got Bad Luck Fale over Okada because if, like who who better than to beat Okada than a monster? Togi Makabe versus Minoru Suzuki. I've got Minoru Suzuki and Jay White versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. I've got Jay White. Instead of getting the Okada win, I think he gets the Tanahashi win instead. July 19th, B-Block. I've got Sabre Jr. over Toru Juice Robinson defeating Kota Ibushi um, in remote because I don't think Ibushi is going to challenge for the U.S. title anytime soon. No reason for him to beat Robinson from there. Um Ishii versus Naito, I've got Naito. Goto versus Kenny Omega, I've got Kenny Omega. July 20th, back to A Block, I've got Suzuki over Yoshihashi. Michael Elgin losing to Jay White. Um, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeating Bad Luck Fale uh, to build on from their match last year. I have Togi Makabe defeating Evil and Kazushika Okada remaining uh, victorious, or excuse me, uh, becoming victorious over Hangman Page. July 21st, Kota Ibushi defeating Toruano. That match could literally be anything. Uh, Sonata will be tapping out to Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Juice Robinson will lose to Tetsuya Naito. Um, Kenny Omega versus Tamatanga. Big match. I've got Tamatanga defeating Kenny Omega. Whether it's through nefarious means remains to be seen. That rhymed. Um, <laughs> after that, uh, Ishii and Godo were the main event of this night for some reason. Uh, I'm going to go with Tomohiro Ishii. So, July 22nd. Uh, Michael Elgin versus Yoshihashi. I've got Michael Elgin. Jay White versus Minoru Suzuki. I think he's going to steal a win from Suzuki with Jay White being victorious. Hangman Page will get his win over Hiroshi Tanahashi. um, To basically give back some of those defeats that Page has taken on the UK tour. And also, you know, if it's on New Japan World, you can watch it. So, uh, from there, I've got Bad Luck Fale defeating Evil. I've got Togi Makabe losing to Okada in the main event. Uh, back to the B-Block, Hiroki Goto over Toru uh Tetsuya Naita o- over Tamatonga, giving him the loss there. Um, Tomohiro Ishii losing to Zack Sabre Jr. And I've got Juice Robinson losing to Kenny Omega. I'm not going to put the U.S. champion over the IWGP champion. If they did that, I'd be really shocked. Um, and there I have Kota Ibushi defeating Sonata in the main event. Back to the A-Block. I've got Hangman Page deleting or yes de- deleting delete. Um, <laughs> um, I've got Hangman Page going over evil bad luck file over J White. Uh, that's so that's. Uh, Kind of an upset there. And I've got Michael Elgin versus Minoru Suzuki. All right, I'm back. I had a little bit of uh, technical difficulty there. Michael Elgin versus Minoru Suzuki. I have Minoru Suzuki over Michael Elgin. Uh, Togi Makabe against Hiroshi Tanahashi. I have Hiroshi Tanahashi going over there. No big surprise. Um, Okada versus Yoshihashi. I have Okada hitting him with the Rainmaker uh, and knocking his head off his shoulders. Back to B-Block, I've got Zack Sabre Jr. submitting Tama Tonga. Uh, Juice Robinson uh, defeating Toru Yano. I've got Haruki Goto uh, defeating Tetsuya Naito. So that's a big upset there. I've got... uh, Kenny Omega going over Sonata, and Ibushi going over Ishii. So back to the A block. We've got Togi Makabe defeating Bad Luck Fale in the Battle of the Big Guys. Um, Jay White defeating Hang- Hangman Page, uh, building on you know, what they did previously uh, this year. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi over Yoshihashi. Uh, a mirror match from like a-, a poor man's version of a guy versus the uh, Genuine Article. Uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Evil, I've got uh, Minoru Suzuki, and Michael Elgin versus Okada, which should be an incredible match, I've got Okada being victorious, um, Tamatonga versus Tomohiro Ishii, I've, on August 1st, I've got Tomohiro Ishii going over, uh, Juice Robinson versus Sonata, I've got Juice Robinson, Toru Yano versus Tetsuya Naito, which could be incredible for a million reasons, I've got um Toru Yano losing to Tetsuya Naito don't want to mess that up there um Kenny Omega versus Zack Sabre Jr I've got Kenny Omega going over uh, Haruki Goto versus Kota Ibushi I've got Kota Ibushi going over so back to the A block Yoshihashi gets his victory over Jay White Hangman Page defeats Toki Makabe Michael Elgin over Bad Luck Fale and another battle of big men uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeats Evil And Minoru Suzuki over uh, Kazushika Okada. So that should be pretty interesting. Uh, From there, back to B-Block. I've got Sonata uh, trying his best not to start laughing, which we don't have to worry about because, like I said, the man shows no emotion. He has no soul. So him against Toriano shouldn't really bother him. He should easily get the win. Um, Hiroki Goto over Tamatanga. Juice Robinson over Zack Sabre Jr., uh, in a draw, my first one of the tournament between Tetsuya Naito and Kota Bushi. I couldn't pick a winner, so I was like, I'll just take the draw. Um, Kenny Omega defeating Tomohiro Ishii. Back to the A block, I have Bad Luck Fale over uh, Yoshihashi. Hangman Page over Minoru Suzuki. You're hearing it here first. He's going to get a huge win, and it's going to be against Minoru Suzuki. So we will see. Hopefully I'm right. Uh, If not, whatever. I'll come on here and say it never happened. Uh, Jay White over Togi Makabe. I've got Hiroshi Tanahashi over Michael Elgin and Okada over Evil. Bouncing back in the win column there um august 8th juice robinson versus tomohiro ishii i've got tomohiro ishii possibly being a future challenger for the u.s title uh i've got another draw between hiroki goto and Zack saber jr two guys i didn't really know who who to put over in that situation and when i didn't know who to put over i don't think goto or gato did either so i'll go with the draw Abushi uh, versus Tamatonga. I've got Kota Abushi going over Tamatonga. Kenny Omega defeating Toriano and Tetsuya Naito defeating Sonata. So if you know Naito doesn't win, uh, doesn't really you know show who's the man in his group. So of course I feel like he's going to get the victory there. Um, I've got Yoshihashi over Hangman Page. Michael Elgin over Togi Makabe. I've got Suzuki. Over bad luck, Fale, Jay White over evil, and Hiroshi Tanahashi dropping the fall to Kazushika Okada on the final night of A block. The B block, I've got Toruano, um, you know, losing against Tamatango, one guy who's intense and serious as fuck, against Toriano So that's, I think, the most intriguing thing in a lot of these Toriano matches. Um, Ishii versus Sonata, I've got Sonata over Ishii. I've got Juice Robinson defeating Goto, Tetsuya Naito defeating Zack Sabre Jr., and Kenny Omega defeating Kota Ibushi. Now, if you guys have been paying attention to this, um, this only leads us with a couple of scenarios. So we will be right back as I load up the points for each block which will reveal the winners if you have not already figured them out and the reasons why I did a couple things but maybe I can tell you one right there so I have Kenny Omega defeating Kota Ibushi but neither one of those gentlemen will be winning the block. So, wrapping things up here, my A-Block winner, of course, is Kazushika Okada. I picked him to win uh, the G1 back in January, so holding true to that prediction. Um, Of course, he's my A-Block winner with the runner-up being Hiroshi Tanahashi. My B-Block winner is Tetsuya Naito with the B-Block winner being Kenny Omega. Or, excuse me, runner-up being Kenny Omega. And, of course, our G1 Climax Champion. Kizushiko Okada. I picked him back in January. The pick is still good. He's no longer the IWGP champion, so we don't have to worry about that thing. Hey, he's the champion that's going to win it. That's why I feel like Omega's not going to win. I feel like he's not even going to get to the final for that case. Um, The B-Block final will be, or basically Naito will defeat uh, his matchup, uh, and then eventually, you know, it'll look like Kota Ibushi will win, but Kota Ibushi will lose, with Kenny Omega basically taking his shot away to go to the finals, So there Naito would win. So going through the points on this. In the A block, I have Michael Elgin with 10 points. Evil with only 2. Bad Luck Fale with 10 points. Togi Makabe with 4 points. Kazushko Okada with 14 points. The high point man in the block. Uh, Hangman Page with 8 points. A respectable showing uh, for a first time G1 guy. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Minoru Suzuki, and Jay White gridlocked with 12 there. And Yoshihashi with 6. And on the B block, I've got uh, Haruki Goto with 7. Remember, he had a draw that I factored in there. Kota Ibushi with 13 points. Um, Tomihiro Ishii with 8 points. Naito with 15 points. Kenny Omega with 14 points. Juice Robinson with 10 Zack Sabre Jr. with 9, Sonata with 4, Tamatanga with 8, and Toriano with 2. So, um, the reason, the only, you know, the real compelling part for me was trying to figure out, well, how do I let Kenny Omega win on the final night, and but not get him to the final? So, my idea was to come in with Kota Ibushi having 13 points, and him basically... Needing the win against Omega to get a tie. And Naito starting his match with 13 points as well. And, you know, basically with Omega with 12. So it was a situation where Naito wins his match. Maybe they can even do a draw. Maybe just so it's a one point thing. But then that would have left us with uh, Omega and Naito tied. So that's why I went the way I did. Naito wins one block. Okada wins the other. They have a 33 minute match to determine the winner of the G1, and I feel like Kazushka Okada is going to get the victory. Uh, Like I said, these are all my predictions. I'd love to know yours. Um, You can let me know in the comments of this video if you're watching on YouTube, and if you are hearing this in podcast form, just reach out to me on Twitter, at RichLadder32, or in the Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group. Uh, But yeah, man, the G1 is going to be incredible. New Japan basically has... You know, last year it was the best G1 that I've ever seen. Uh, And this year they're set up to not only equal that, I feel like, but possibly top it. So uh, it'll be very interesting to see what (coughs) the best promotion in the world has cooked up. Um, for us, and I don't cover New Japan as much as I can on this co- on this podcast, because I feel like keeping it strong style does it so good, I don't even need to, you know, uh, interlope in their territory, but this is the G1, this is special, and, you know, I broke out the uh, LIJ shirt for it, I'm gonna take a swig here of the gallon, but, yeah man, so, Definitely enjoy the G one. Try to watch uh, Try to skip the undercard if you can. Uh, that'll wear you out. Uh, if you've never watched a G one before, if you're planning on like, yo, this is gonna be the year I watch everything. Now, I've never done it, but what I can tell you, the pitfalls are are trying to watch undercard matches and then falling two or three days behind. Just try to bang it out like the wrestlers do. It's a hard viewing experience because it's just like another match and another match. And they're so good, but a lot of good matches sometimes just run together. So, um, but yeah, that's going to wrap up the show. Thank you guys for tuning in this week on One Nation Radio special treat for you guys that are subscribed to the podcast and you'll see it on youtube as well i will be doing two shows this week so normally that was a normal thing but um you know i've had some things going on where i wasn't able to do one nation live and one nation radio but i'm going to give you two one nation radio episodes an extreme rules preview which i'm going to take them to the shitter as well as this uh new japan podcast but make sure you guys check out the rest of the shows on the social suplex podcast network keeping it strong style the very best new japan podcast on the planet um grown men watch this shit. They just did an interview with PCO. Uh, Ricky and Clive will be off this week, so I'm trying to supplement uh, with two shows of my own. Um, the Outsider's Edge with Ransom Carl. As I'm recording, this both of those guys' birthdays, so happy birthday to them. And I don't know if Caleb is doing so we'll see, um, but if it pops up, it will be the Wrestling Watch. so make sure you guys check that out. Uh, besides that, I am going to wrap it up. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the G1, and I am going to be up out of here. Peace. Thank you for listening to One Nation Radio. We'll see you next time.